Alright, hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. Happy New Year, everybody. I am joined by a special guest today. A special guest that hasn't been on the podcast for a while. <laughs> I wouldn't call myself special, but... Yeah, yeah, no, a special guest, man. Best man, well, one half of best men. True. One yeah. half. Yeah. One half. So I'm joined by, as he would call it, the Motley crew. One half of the Motley crew. On Lucky Retro, how you doing? I'm doing good, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's been a long time. It's been a while. Christmas has been quite hectic and work hasn't helped, but it's nice for us to actually get together and do one together. We are socially distanced, just so everybody knows on the on the uh, podcast. Yes, we have spaced ourselves two meters apart. So That's really weird, though, because we imagine that we have to space ourselves apart. It's true. Even yes, yes, it is true. Even in someone's home. It's the same. They say we shouldn't be together, but hey. Yeah, hey, I mean, we've had a tough Christmas. Work has been hectic. We're unfortunately part of the key workers, so we haven't had any rest and I haven't know. had much of a Christmas either. So it's just nice for us to get together at the beginning of the year and kind of just look back at the year isn't it, in general. Really. Exactly. So this podcast today is just generalizing, just rounding up um, what's, what's happened last year. This, this, I'm just going to ask you straight from COVID. What do you think yeah. about all this COVID nonsense? I mean, it's a shock to the system, to be honest. I mean, what can I say? Yeah, at the beginning of the year, you never expected it. Things March, were, isn't it? Around March, yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, January, February. You know, we were thinking about the future, thinking about what we were going to do next with ourselves. And, you know. Boom. Yeah, March came along and changed everything. Really. And the world got sick. The world literally got sick. I mean, it got to the point that, you know, people were losing a lot of lives. We were, we were losing just hundreds and hundreds of people. To something I never would have expected to see in my lifetime, you know? Like, and it's just changed the way we live now. I mean, masks now are a key thing. You can't go anywhere now without them. And I would have never thought to myself, that I'll be wearing one of those just to go to the shop now. Just to go to the shop. If people, if you don't, if you've been living under a rock yes. or a cave. Or, yeah, you've been living in one of the nice and luckier countries. COVID is real in London oh. town. So we've got Brexit and COVID and yeah. Donald Trump. Yeah, well. <laughs> All three. Oh, and Boris. Yeah. we got to include in Boris. Yeah, yeah. So... Right now, people, like I said, me and Unlucky Richard, we are key workers. Yeah. We work in a central shop, so we do work in retail. So our shop is open, live and kicking, filling shelves and doing everything we need yeah. to do. And it's hard enough hard. to wear a mask to fill a shelf I know. when it your shop is open for 24 hours yeah. and people are fighting over toilet roll. Yeah. Toilet roll... That, that was the boom this year. Yeah, I think, yeah. I mean, to be honest, I think that was the biggest shock to my system. Seeing people, like, go for, you know, toilet roll and rice. Hand wash. Hand wash and, and, like, laundry products and cleaning products in general. I mean, I remember when it kind of all first started and people were literally tearing pallets apart on the shop floor. Yeah. It got to the point that one fell on someone. I remember being there and I'm just, you've never, I've never seen humanity like that. You know, it just going back to their kind of, to their kind of caveman nature, just fighting over things. And it was a shock to the system. And like I said, you had the fear of obviously catching COVID as well. And, you know, you had people 
beating people up for things and people on Amazon trying to sell you toilet roll for a hundred pounds and do you know it was just amazing. It's got it was, so bad to the point where I know when it's gonna be a bad when it's gonna be a bad day or delivery when I know how much toilet paper comes in. Yeah. I know, yeah, that's true now. It's it's quite weird. I mean, what also I know is gonna be a bad week for us when Boris Johnson says, Oh, we're going into tier four. Oh when no, oh no, oh no, when he says, Oh, um, it's gonna be inhumane to not allow people to not to, to not allow them to have Christmas together. Yeah. And then a three, four and then days before he goes tier four. Yeah, change my mind. Well I didn't change my mind. But yeah, do you know what I mean? The the voices that have that command have said that we're gonna to have to change things up. And yeah, we decided to be twenty four hours that week and Well I can't well I can't lie to you. Yeah. Um I don't think COVID for me has been that bad. I don't think it's... I'm a homely person anyway. Yeah. So me being at home and not being able to go nowhere or whatever, to me, I think this that's the normal for me. To be honest, yeah. I mean, because we work nights as well, it's quite difficult for us to do things during the day and we don't exactly have straightforward shifts. We don't work, you know, four days straight. We sometimes work one day in, one day off, or three days in, one day off, and then two days in, you know. It, it's quite hectic, but... I would say the only thing that I really missed is my family, to be honest. I mean, my mum and my dad are part of the critical um, uh, people that can be affected by the corona. And I missed them. At first, it was hard because my dad was off. Because as you know, my dad works at the same place we do. And for three and a half months, I couldn't see my dad. And for me, who has always seen my dad on a regular basis, on a daily basis, it was kind of a shock to the system because, you know, it's just that fact that you're so used to doing it and then all of a sudden things just change up. Yeah. You know, like when my mum would come see me, she would have to stand halfway down the balcony. Oh yeah, where would she stand? Yeah, she would stand halfway down the balcony, see where our door is. Yeah. So imagine about halfway down and she would talk for me from there, you know, just as she would That's come all this way, so which is about a 50 minute drive from her house to here. Obviously, she would drop us off some food and some shopping and stuff. But, yeah, it was just the fact that we were talking from such a distance. And that's my mum. You know, my mum, my mum, bless her soul, has been here for 65 years of her life. Brother, I have not. You know? I I didn't see my mum from from March. Yeah. I only saw her December, what, just before Christmas. Yeah, exactly. And I I had forgotten. It's just so I had forgotten. And it's so bad, like you say. If you have to see, uh, I'm at your house now. I'm laughing, but when I look at there now, the balcony, brother, the yeah. balcony. Exactly. So it was just, it was just a bizarre, I would say, just a bizarre feeling, and you know, that you had to social distance from your own family, and in fear that, especially like I said, we're key workers, we're in the thick of it. We're always we're front line. Yeah, I we're mean, as much as obviously people might not agree with us. And, Obviously, I know we work in retail and stuff like that, but, you know, mad respect to, you know, all the other people like NHS and the doctors and all that kind of stuff. But, I mean, we were working just as much, like, not just as much. Obviously, they deal with far more personal issues and I'll never take that away from them. But we still had thousands and thousands of people coming in and out, touching products, breathing here (laughs) You know, and at first when it all kind of kicked in, there wasn't no safety measures. There was no masks. There was no masks. We had a shortage of them because we just couldn't get hold of them. And anyone who could get hold of them were paying 50, 50, 40 pounds for a while. Yeah. Well, luckily, we were lucky though because um, 
our missus, we have, our missus are cousins, so yeah. they were getting sent masks from Antigua. Yeah. We were very lucky. That's they were true. making them. Yeah, that's true. From sewing machines. Yeah. That's how deep it was. They were mm. making face masks for us and sending them over from Antigua. We live in London. Yeah, it's true. Prime city of the world, apart from New York City and, yeah. and Dubai now and Abu Dhabi. Yeah. And we couldn't get a face mask. That's true. It was quite bizarre. Like I said to you before, it's, it's just been such a weird year. I mean, it's been a lot of ups and downs. I mean, the summer was good. We had a nice summer. We had a little break from it. I wouldn't say a break, but, you know, it wasn't as crazed as it was at the beginning. And then, obviously, as we went back into the winter, you know, things kind of picked up again. And yeah, cold season came. Cold season, was... exactly. And then, obviously, we've gone now back into Tier 4 again for the beginning of this year, so... I don't, I, are we honestly, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I don't know. People said the world, uh, what's it called? Oh, next year will be better. Yeah. I went into it with an open mind, and I understood it's flu season. Mm. And it's because flu season is for a while. Mm. My birthday in March... It's not, it's not, it's not, um, it is not, what's the problem? Um, Sorry, it's the kids. Yeah, yeah, we are actually, we're visiting family, so. Can you close the door, please, and come out, please? Thank you. Okay. Yeah, sorry, the kids, people, the kids, yeah, we have kids. No, sorry, I, I, for I, us, I, this is a big I'm thing. Not gonna, so. I'm, not, I'm not going to edit that out, neither. Sorry. No, no, gonna, no, but they have to like, understand that for us, we haven't been able to sit down with each other i have kids obviously teddy has kids so please bear with them we love them as much yeah if you hear them <laughs> you you hear them yeah if you hear them so on the bright side though let's be honest i can be honest with you bright side for me disney plus came out <laughs> i have to say that <laughs> sorry to say the mandalorian season one and two i don't know how they did it in 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 like quick session with the with the COVID coming out. Mm. And another thing I like, we were kind of, social media stepped up to the point where TikTok became big. Even if you didn't like, if you didn't, even if you don't have a TikTok account, yeah, they were making yeah, some funny stuff. Okay. It, like, well, when you watch YouTube and you know those, those little videos you see in the middle now, yeah, the the stories update, and stuff that's like all that. TikTok. Yeah, and yeah, TikTok yeah. smashed it. Okay. And my love for Naruto has be, um, come through now in 2020. Okay. I am sorry. But the, uh, that's the upside for me. And okay. nothing really happened to me, so I would say, through this COVID. I can't really say I went to work. Yeah, I caught the COVID. I came yeah, home. But the only downside for me was the COVID and no yeah. gym. Yeah, gym was a big one for us. I mean, we were... Starting, on, starting yeah, properly going to the gym. We were planning on going and everything. And we had everything was set up for next year because, you know, of, you know... The events that are coming up for you next year and stuff like that. This year, we're doing oh, it. Oh yes, now. this year now, isn't it? Damn, two days in, and I've already forgotten. So yeah, it was that was a big blow for us. I mean, obviously, yeah, getting COVID was yeah that sucked balls. But what's been the good? But what's been the good side for you this year? Good side for me for last year. There has been something. I mean, I obviously I had another son. Exactly. So, Congratulations. Yeah, that was good. And he was born during the COVID in June, actually near the end. So I was, you know, just on the cusp of obviously the first lockdown. So that was pretty tough. You know, that was very difficult not being able to be there for my missus during the time she was going to the hospitals and stuff and only being there for the birth and then having to leave immediately. It was, yeah, that 
you know, obviously that was quite a heart-rendering thing, but obviously my son is here, my son is happy, my son is bright, and, you know, I don't, you know, I don't regret anything, really. I'm glad that everything, you know, worked out for me. And so, like I said, probably me, the best bit is having my son. Yeah, the best, that's, that's what I'm saying. The stories that you tell your children is, is going to be a story yeah. to tell. Because you've always said now this will go to the history books now, but oh, they're going to do exams about this now. It will. It will definitely be in the history books. It will be something that will be in our books for the children in the future. Yeah. I definitely would. If they would sweep this under the rug, they'd be crazy. I mean, it's a good story point and it's a good kind of testament to even though we've gone through hardships, we still can fight. You know, go through to the end. I don't know how long it's going to last, but it shows that you know we can work together and get through this. There are some people who are non-believers that obviously they think that the COVID doesn't exist and, you know, it's all just a facade and all that kind of stuff. But Some countries are dealing with better. Like, I never believed I saw Wuhan celebrating New Year's and then it showed Times Square, it was empty. And Wuhan's... Yep, Wuhan, come here. Wuhan was perfectly fine. And, and Wuhan was perfectly fine. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I saw a picture of Wuhan and it was literally party central. The big, the, the, was ground zero of the pandemic was up and, and living. And in London, everywhere, it was quiet as hell. And I'm thinking, what's going on? Yeah, that was scary. I mean, when it started as well, when I was going to work, just the emptiness here, I mean, I don't know a lot of people who've seen a lot of English films. Obviously, I'm hoping a lot of English people have um, listened, but it felt like 28 weeks later. It did. It's I mean, when I got on the road, train... The train was bad. When I got on the train and I was literally one of the only three people on the entire train coming from, you know, a busy set station, Stratford, it's, it's, it's creepy. Yeah. It's frightening, in a way. Like, you're standing there on your platform and there isn't a site... Sold inside. So Wednesday, it's house. a Wednesday morning, ten o'clock in the morning. Yeah. You're going home. No one. No one. No one. Even at night, like going to work, you leave your house, and the next person you see is someone at work. And for me, it's like a what, a fifty minute, an hour's journey to get to work. So that whole hour, I didn't see a soul. Not anyone. I was literally walking the streets on my own. It's the most, you know creepiest feeling you could ever possibly imagine. Exactly. Is he in the Lamborghini? Is he in the more Lamborghini? No, I'm not seeing him. I don't know what he said. I haven't seen any Lamborghinis, boy. He's asking, he's asking for Lamborghini. I yeah, love the way he yeah, says yeah. that. That's I love favorite. the way. I love the way he says that. That's his favorite car at the moment, Lamborghinis. Exactly. But um, I would love to. I would. I would like to see what's going to happen this year. Of course. How London is going to approach this? I would say this dry spell that we're having. I don't know how they're going to approach it because I don't know what's the difference. I don't know how Wuhan got over it and we're not getting. There's so many countries you're talking to. They're like COVID. Nah, it's gone from here. And you're like, but we're London. We're London town. How have we not got over COVID? I don't think people are taking it seriously. Yeah, I mean, there's a bit of both, really, isn't there? I think it's... Someone said to me that the best thing that we could have done was to fight through the worst and just let it happen, and then we would have probably been better on the other side. It probably would have got through us quicker. 
but because of this whole, you know, we're social distancing one minute, we're in tier, tier four one minute, then we're in tier two for a minute, then we're back into tier four for a minute. You know, it's it's always going to be back and forth. Like it's always going to be, we're completely isolating each other from it. So there's no way we'll try and can catch it, you know, outside of our own bubbles, as they say. But then all the people that were in those bubbles have to go back out when it goes back into tier two. Yeah, and that's what and I then, that's what I would love to say. I, I had to make this very clear. Yeah. The bubble does not work for key workers. You can't expect me to go to work in a supermarket, yeah. stack shelves, see people, people are talking to me, coming up to my face like they don't yeah. know it's a COVID, yeah. and I'm meant to go home, okay, I don't drive, no. and then I'm on a train, and I come home, I've got to take off all my clothes at the door, yeah. wash them, have a bath thingy. If the COVID is still in me, if I've got it, it's still in me. If yeah. someone's breathed on me, I've touched something, I'm trying not to touch my face because I've got an itch on my... It, it's not going to work. And this is why I say, I, I said to Veronica, my missus the other day, what they should do is have shops open simultaneously. So, say you do two weeks of uh, Tesco, you do two weeks of Asda, you do two weeks of Sainsbury's, you just rotate them or you do it in different areas because yeah. the reason why I would say that is... There's certain areas, brother, that we go through. Mile End is a high risk of Even, COVID. Well, yeah. And we go straight through it. Yeah. We go straight through it every day. You're trying to tell me that no one from Mile End gets on our train and come through. People have been told, well, what our manager told us, that they got letters through the door saying to don't go to Hackney. Yeah. They got letters through the door saying to don't go to Hackney. You think they're going to listen to that? People are ignoring the signs and they're still going shopping. Yeah. They're still doing what they're doing. So to me, I don't know what Boris is doing. And I, I'm sorry to say, it's just greed. It's just money. Because these supermarkets can close down for two, three days and just, just, just rotate. You're trying to say the CEOs of all these companies cannot get together for one day and say, look, we open these two days, you open these two days. I don't, it, it doesn't well, matter. It wasn't even that. It wouldn't even, I mean, for me, if they were going to do something like that, I think it would be more Monday to Friday, we're open. Or Wednesday to Sunday, or you know, or whatever. Five days were open, and then we have two days for the store to air itself out, for the store to, you know, dissect itself. You know, have an opportunity for people to come in and clean, and you know, those two full days of just cleaning. Yeah, who's cleaning as yeah. well? Who who's cleaning? I mean, people are, but I, I haven't mean, seen any cleaning team. Go no. to any shop or no. anything. No, I mean, it's, it's a fantasy. I mean, I hate to say it on, obviously, your podcast and stuff, but that's a fantasy. I mean, we try our best to clean what we do and what we use in our store. We always try our hardest. I mean, when I'm doing promo and modulus and stuff like that, I'm always cleaning everything I use. And you have to, because you, as a human being, you would hate to be a person who would pass it on to someone. Or give it to someone, and, you know, because it's getting to the point now where it's mutated, and you don't know whether or not you have it or not for at least three to four days, or you don't know. whenever. It's 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 a difficult thing to kind of sorry, it's a difficult thing to kind of predict, and you know it. It's just hard right now. It's you want to do the right thing, but it's impossible to be able to do the right thing in the place that we work. It's impossible. There is no way the amount, and we're talking, say, over the Christmas period, 
we had hundreds, thousands of people. There's thousands of people. Thousands of people going in. No queue measure. Touching nothing. stuff. It's you couldn't clean everything fast enough. You just couldn't. You just can't. And it's the honest truth. It's it's. I wouldn't want to make people sound naive, but it's it's. It's not controlled. It's not controlled. It isn't controlled enough. I'm sorry. When we when we okay. When we first when the first lockdown happened, everyone was coming and buying a toilet roll. It was so dangerous what we were doing as well. When. I was literally standing on a uh, on a, on pallets high up in the air, giving people toilet roll, and yeah. people and I was so dumb I didn't realize it. People were shaking my hand, telling me thank you, yeah. shaking my hand, and I was throwing toilet roll. I was throwing toilet roll to people, yeah. and people you need to understand it was dangerous. It's so dangerous, and now I don't even touch you. I don't even touch people. No. I don't go near anybody. No. So it's... it's it's bad enough for me to get on the train. Then enough to someone to walk up to me and go to me, oh, excuse me, where's, like, right up to my face and go, oh, excuse me, it's uh, mate, exactly. push back. Exactly. And the fact of the matter is you don't want to sound rude either, you know, by telling them to kind of, you know, step back and take your time, move your pace. But I don't, I don't, I don't think the companies are bearing mind as well and not taking into our consideration of us as well. No, I don't believe no night colleague or no night manager should be there when the store opens. They sh- we should not be there when the store opens because if if they need us, if the key workers need to fill, yeah, they just need to fill and get the hell out. Mm. But then, is it the responsibility for us to finish and then leave, or is it you know? Do you know what I mean? It, there's no. I realize the companies are not taking seriously. I saw Boots open the other day, yeah, <laughs> and the Boots guy was giving people hand sanitizer. And I was like, we have you a lot of companies are not are not doing that at all. They're giving away free hand sanitizer. It's weird. The train station the other day was giving away debt yeah, free hand sanitizer. Yeah, the huge machine where it was just dropping down. Yeah, I I don't know. It, it, like I said, there is no amount of precaution you can take to protect yourself. It's 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 unfortunate. It's it's always going to be if you're going to get it, you're going to get it. It's unfortunate, and it's it's kind of the cold truth. But you know, I could wash my hands before I go out, but then I have to touch something on the shop floor, for example. That's it, bang. I can't. I wouldn't be able to touch something. Do my hand. Touch something. Do my hand. I'll be honest with you, Robert. We get delivery from all over the country. All over the world. There's no way we're gonna avoid it, and that's why I say to people: if you get it. Your lemon and your gingers, yeah. you keep hydrated <laughs> and you rest. You rest. Because yeah. let me tell you now, this cure is not coming for now. They say it is, blah, blah, blah. It's not coming to your urban area for now, mate. It's not coming. So just use all your old, listen to your mother. Yeah, it's true. If you have one, listen to your mother, listen to your aunts. Yeah. The steam over your... Remember the old school you used to put Vicks in a pan? Oh, and yeah, put it yeah, yeah. Do everything you can. Sink you in a Dettol bath. Yeah, Dettol. Oh, Dettol was was gold oh, yeah, through this pandemic. It has been gold. Pan- uh, K- Carex. Yeah, everything. Carex and Dettol has been a godsend you through this pandemic. Me. People, I would say to you, just keep safe. Yeah. Keep safe. At the end of the day, don't risk your life for, I don't know, for bread. I mean, at the end of the day, I know you need to eat, but I mean... 
don't risk your life. I mean, like I said, I'm speaking from experience. It isn't nice. It isn't nice. I don't feel as if I got the worst kind. No. I was never hospitalized, but there were times, there were days where I found it difficult to sleep and I thought to myself, just when I stop breathing. Yeah, yeah. You know? I will say this: we play a lot of games. So me and unlucky Mitchell, when we're when we're off, we're off together on the same night. Yeah, we play a game. We didn't. We were off. We did not touch computer. No, we were sleeping, bro. No, I didn't speak to any civilization for. We were done. Two to three. Weeks. We were no. finished. It was painful. We were finished. Three. I'll be honest with you. The first three days mm. were bad. I remember talking to you. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, he's gone. Like it was over. It was done because I knew, like, I could hear it in your chest. Yeah. And I was just like, wow. Yeah. It was bad, but people are coughing. Like, you can't breathe. What is this? I don't know, brother. And like I said, I'm hoping you can't catch it twice. But it's it's funny though, it sounds naive of me, it sounds stupid of me, but video games prepared me for this. (laughs) <laughs> and everything that anybody any and movies anything I see mm. or like when I hear someone talk to me about it I'm like yeah but I've, I've seen this before oh what do you mean I've seen this I've seen all of this before mm. this is not new Code Veronica look at look at Resident Evil I, I know it sounds stupid I just know. look at Resident Evil I know look at look I... look at the game we're enjoying right now mm. Division Two Black Friday yeah. a disease. They put yeah, it on money. Yeah, that's the problem is I was going to say that. Funny enough, I mean, Division 2 is not like the newest of games, but obviously we've kind of got back into it uh, a few, like a month ago. But it's amazing that when you listen to some of the stories from like the audio logs in the game, how similar it is to how things are now, especially when we were doing the uh, like the Pentagon mission. And Kennedy College is yeah, what I realised. and like, you know, what they discuss about finding a cure and how it's affecting people and that um, when they talk about how they've, they've heard that it's affecting this area and, you know, this area is safe at the moment, but they've heard rumours that, you know, it's, it's going across the world and the country. And yeah, it, it's quite surreal actually sitting there, especially in the dark at night and kind of thinking to yourself wow how similar it is to you know now like real life and you think you would never ever expect something to kind of hit home as you know it's true because Wuhan China let's be honest we were seeing people get dragged through the street yeah headlocks chokeholds German suplexes we were seeing I remember sitting in the canteen with you and we were watching it on the news I swear we actually said something about it in one of your podcasts at some point. I swear we did. No, I but don't think we have. I haven't done a podcast with you in ages. No, but I mean, I swear at the beginning or something along that. I, I, I swear we did, but I don't know. But I just remember sitting there watching you, well, with us watching the news and seeing all those Chinese, you know, unfortunate souls just being dragged out of their homes. And by foot. By foot, by force, <laughs> you know. It was unbelievable. And I remember sitting there looking and thinking, it couldn't come here, it couldn't. You know, I'm surely there's some form of procedures that we're gonna put in place to stop this from happening. You know what we should have realized? When that cruise ship had COVID and it was going to Florida, that's when I should have realized something is wrong because no one from Wuhan was on that boat. Who, Who caught that? 
Where did they get that from? The whole ship was isolated. Then you started hearing, oh, this person's got it at work. Okay, that person's got it here in Hackney. Remember the first person in Hackney? Oh, yeah. someone's got it in Hackney. Someone's got it in this. Someone's got it in that. So the first person that had it in Hackney, for two weeks, he was touching shit. He was at work. He was doing everything. Yeah. And he just spread it like wildfire. It's true. It's a touch. madness. It's... I don't know. I don't know. I remember. I remember the time when they were saying black people couldn't get it. I remember yeah, that time. And then Idris got it. Yeah. The and then black super, The black yeah. Superman. The black Superman got it. Everything changed. That was it. But they count people. They cancelled movies. Yeah. They cancelled Black Widow for this. They say cinemas won't make a comeback. Okay. Let's 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 talk about this. Let's talk about this. Do you think cinemas even have a chance with? Let's be honest. Netflix. Roku, Disney Channel. I mean, um, <clears throat> uh, what's it called? Prime. Yeah, HBO Cinemas, Max. HBO, HBO, Max, HBO Max. Yeah. Let, I mean, let, let, let's do this. They're not. They're they're done. Nah. I mean, at the end of the day, it was difficult for them anyway. I mean, the, the showbox. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't know where that is now, but it's it, the cinemas had that control of the latest movies, you know, that were coming out went to the cinemas, but. That was the kind of catch and clinch that they had. But with this COVID, having everything closed down and them putting it on their streaming services and seeing that it just sells just as much as it would in a cinema. And people are more comfortable just being able to watch it from their homes. I don't think it would be able to. I, I, I don't know. I mean, the cinemas might reduce their, their screens or their cinemas and stuff, but... I don't know. I just, I don't know. I mean, I've not been a massive cinema person anyway as it is. I used to be when I was a lot younger. Yeah, but certain yeah. movies you'll see. You're, you're yeah, exactly. Cinema. Certain movies I'll definitely go and see, but. Like, I went, what's the, what, what did I go see? I went and saw, I went and saw, saw Akira over Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. I wish I went, but yeah. And I can't yeah. lie to you though. I love Akira, but it was boring. <laughs> see, you know what my opinion on is, Akira is. It was is. boring. I think Akira is a brilliant film and I stand for what it represents it's kind of the the tipping point for anime in the western world the western world it tipped it over to the point that people actually began to start taking notice and that's what I hold talent and I hold control for do I think it's the best ever oh no 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 way in hell I'm like I said I'm not trying to sound like an arrogant fool but I find a lot of people who think they know about anime always oh, say, Akira. oh yeah, I've seen Akira. Or, oh yeah, I've I'll be seen honest with you, Akira is not Kibli, even you know? in... How many top fives can people say, oh, Akira's in... There's oh, I mean, to be honest, so it wouldn't surprise me. There's probably quite a lot of people. But it's not, I mean, but what happens in the show that's good enough for people to put it into your top five? Tetsuo, yeah. he annoys... That, that, I realised, I'll be honest, yeah. when I paid my money, I was like, oh, Akira. And yeah. it's only when I watched Tetsuo again, yeah. I thought, oh, you annoy me. This is why I remembered why I didn't like Akira. Tetsuo and not Baba. I mean, it, and watch sitting there on the big screen as well. Yeah. And you can't leave because you, I could have left, but yeah. I paid for it. And I was like, wow, I remember why I don't watch Akira anymore. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I own it. Obviously, I have to own it. It's part of the greats, you know? It's not something that I'm frightened to admit, but... Yeah, it's it's not one of my favourites. I mean, I am I am the 
you know, a child of the 90s animes and early 2000s and stuff, but, it, you know, anime at that point was going through that kind of sci-fi phase, uh, you know, they took a lot from Westerners, like Robocop and Terminator and Predator, and, you know, they kind of took a lot of inspiration from that to make, you know, like Genocide, AD Police, Cyber Ghost in the Shell, Blade Runner, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, Blade Runner and stuff like that. And They stole from each other. They did, and obviously that was kind of when I was in, you know, when it hit me at the most, and that's my favourite kind of era for when it comes to anime. I mean, I still watch it now. Um, I don't have as much excitement as I did, obviously, you know, back then because I was a lot younger, and... I found it was a lot harder to watch and find when you were younger compared to what it is now. You know, they have their own live stream services, Funimation, Funimation you know, Crunchyroll, Crunchyroll. You know what I mean? Not to mention things. all the websites that are streaming the moment it releases, as where we're Netflix we were now got t- un- untold. Do you know what I mean? Like when I was a lot younger, I remember going down Blockbusters and hunting hunting or when you're gonna get the next video in do you remember do you, do you remember when you used to watch anime and it yeah. was you used to watch every anime so yeah. if a new one came out you just pick it up and watch it yeah it wasn't now you, you, there's so many to choose yeah. from and like i said that was the thing it was a lot more i mean i wouldn't say vast i mean it probably was quite vast obviously in the japanese market but over here we they only brought over in my opinion what they thought the Westerners would, you know, appeal to, you know. Like I said, it was that whole kind of cyberpunk kind of era. Like I say again, the police, uh, Dominion Tank Police, Appleseed, you know, you know, like it had that, that, you know, that kind of futuristic technology, but in kind of a revolution of being the downtrodden, and you know, and I think that's what stuck out. I mean, Fist of the Star. Oh, Fist of you know, Star. Like, oh, that's, by the way, don't... Uh, I know I should never say Don't watch the new one, please. Was it Blue, the Blue North Star? Oh, Blue Sky. Oh, my gosh. <coughs> I tried. Yeah, no, I'm not. I tried. Please. There's so much anime out there. There's, there's so much anime going for people. There's so there's, there's, there's Crunchyroll, there's Funimation, there's yes, Netflix. There is. There's, there's so much stuff. anime you can watch now. Um, so many places, so many platforms, yeah. so many streaming services. Even if you don't, um, a lot of anime, anime is getting to the point where it's getting so big, and it's a shame that they were starting to come out in the cinema, and you could watch them yeah. big screen. Mm-hmm. And I ju- and I missed Dragon Ball Z Broly oh, by yeah, a couple saying, of yeah. weeks. Yeah. I had missed it because I was working, I couldn't watch it. But if I had seen that movie in the cinema, I would have gone absolutely crazy. Because bro- uh, what's his, what is it? Um, Toriyama yeah. did great for that film. I don't know what he did. I don't know how he changed it, but he did. He did fan fan service, and he did it right. So I would say anime now is. I don't know why it's growing. I don't know what the buzz is. I remember uh, probably I mean, to be honest, geeks. Uh, not geeks. I can't say geeks. We wouldn't say geeks. No, that's okay because but, we were probably there at some point. But yeah, I realized. Yeah, we. I see a lot of you. I see certain things and I laugh because I say to myself, I see someone, okay, for instance, I see someone on the train mm-hmm. and they're talking about Thor. Yeah. And I can hear them talking about them. Yeah. And I, sometimes I want to turn around and say, you don't, you know nothing. Yeah, of course. You know nothing of, of Thor. Course. I mean, don't tell me Thor from the market. Please. Yeah. You know nothing of Thor. Don't tell me yeah. Chris Hemsworth Thor. God, if I told you 
um, beta ray bill, you would look at me like I'm crazy. Do you know what I mean? And I'll be like, look, he got his face smashed in by a normal guy. Yeah. And there's two thoughts. No, there wouldn't be. See, people like that. Do you yeah, know what I, mean? I mean, yeah, it's the same for me when it comes to like obviously manga of the now younger of my younger years in the 90s and obviously nowadays. You know, I see a lot of people on like uh, like YouTube and Twitch and you know and uh, TikTok and stuff. I don't watch it, but you know it comes up on Facebook when uh, people talk about you know the most best fight scenes in something or you know when they do they do the top tens and all that and they show Levi so things yeah. like Levi from and I think to myself like, like what that's nothing you know compared to because back then it was I know it sounds silly but manga was made for adults it was uh, it was it was a kind of cartoon media that was made for adults that's how it was and it was that thrill of staying up at four o'clock in the morning on to watch it on channel four and you're watching this cartoon oh then you know gosh. you're used to watching he-man bbc2 you should show Thundercats. every now and then it did i must admit yeah but you know you're used to watching thundercats and and transformers and stuff and then you're staying up until four and you're watching you know vampire hunter d devil man and black jack you know? was it black jack yeah. was it? violent jack violent jack oh and my god you know like it was it was unbelievable Sh- is it shadow shadow skills shadow skills the one and only shadow skills yeah. shadow skills I remember shadow wow skills. that was deep with gal and uh oh what was the girl's um ellen or elena i can't gal and elena i think it was yeah but yeah like those kind of things i would never miss i would never They'd always be my tops. I mean, at the end of the day, obviously, younger people nowadays would probably say Goblin Slayer, yeah, and all that kind of stuff. But still, what was to... the what was the big outburst about Goblin Slayer as well? Because I don't know if they changed it, and people are all oh, the first episodes discussing. Yeah. There was nothing about see, that show is, that was crazy. See, the problem is, it was it was kind of I don't know. It was a weird one because with Goblin Slayer, the first episode, it was. It was a lot for people to take on. I mean, usually those, in my opinion, those kind of, I'll, I'll give a few reasons. One, it was, it wasn't kind of the way to open up. People wouldn't expect it to open up that way, you know, with that kind of dark kind of... Um, Goblin. Opening, you know what I mean? Like I said, obviously, I don't want to spoil it for people, but there, it is quite dark. And um, secondly, it's the fact that we are a lot more, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say risk averse or um, childish, but we're a lot more delicate when it comes nowadays. Like that's, I the, said, that's the best word. Delicate, you know, like I said, for me personally, me watching that, I, it didn't didn't phase me in any way. You know what I mean? It was. I just thought. I just thought to myself, no one seen violent Jack. With no the, one seen violent no Jack. No one seen Jack with them with all the prostitutes in yeah, the Yeah, and all in, that. In and the, the transsexual when he, he only dies and then the man in eats the it. Yeah. yeah, and like yeah, no one seen it. Goblin Slayer is nothing. Like I said, when when I always think about like Goblin Slayer's episode, for example, I always think to myself that compared to the first scene of Wicked City, and then you can start telling me about how. You think Goblin Slayer is too dark? It's funny because like, Goblin Slayer. Yeah. When when I saw that and I was like, yeah. okay, so there's okay, and I started watching it. There was nothing else like it. It it, it changed. The whole season changed. And I was like, it's one scene. Yeah. It never happens again. Yeah. 
and the goblins. I, okay, you know what I you know what I brought it down to. Yeah. When you play an MMO. Yeah. And you go in a dungeon. Yeah. And you die. Yeah. They show you what happens to your character. Yeah. That's what they've showed you. And yeah. people just and think, was... oh, you've been stabbed, and it goes game over. No, yeah. the goblins is not game over for the goblins. Yeah. They're dragging your ass away, yeah. and they're doing what they do to you. Yeah, yeah of course. And people didn't realize, and that's what I liked about goblins. Like, goblins say, that's what I said to people, I like a story. Show yeah. me what happens after. The exactly. guy that wrote it was like, hang on, you stabbed to game over. No, yeah. let's write what happens if you get stabbed and you're bleeding out. Yeah. What happens when they drag you away, when they, when they nail you to the cross? Yeah. What are they gonna do to you then? Yeah. They, they 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 elaborated on it and they showed it. They storytold. Yeah, it, and it, I love that part. Yeah, exactly. It was there to build kind of, you know, dread and fear and to show that, you know, you cared about those characters and that no one was safe. Doesn't matter who you are and how powerful you are, you can be overpowered. Like in any game, like you said, like in any story, it's just not sugarcoated. And I think that's what was good about it. But for me personally. There's, and I've always said this to you before, there's there's a certain way to do violence. There's a certain way to show it without, in my opinion, feeling like they've done it on purpose just to do it. Um, there's an anime called Blood Sea, for example. I don't recommend it to anyone. I, I'm telling you now, I've watched it and it's one of the rare animes I regret watching because it is made so purposely in, and I'll say this again, in my opinion, for the gratification of violence. It's, it's there, for example, to, they think of a situation and they think, how violent can we be for no reason? And, that is, in my opinion, if you watch that anime, you'll understand how violence is not done well. And it's one of those kind of animes that if someone watches it, that isn't into it, it would ruin their kind of whole ideal of an yeah, adult I show. I get that. So yeah, that is an anime that I'm using as an example for the, you know, the gratification of violence. And like I said, I've come from a genre where in the 90s where violence was no holds bar Robocop Terminator you know, Power was, Rangers uh, you know there was no holds bar when it came to VR Troopers do you know what I mean like it wasn't like it wasn't sugarcoated back yeah then. I know but so, we go yeah but we've gone from the good versus evil yeah this genre has gone now oh I'm a simp or yeah. oh um, the day I died when I found out I was a god. Slime or, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, what is it? I'm like, what? Yeah, and I've realised that every anime right now is a shame. They It's the same. They have got um, certain animes, like Attack on Titan, I would be, I would say, watch it if you, if you can. But for me, personally, it's taken too long to come out. I don't know, for some reason, I'm not interested. I'm not interested. In I don't know season. why. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, I'm not the kind of person who, even when it comes to games, like they have to grab me, and if they don't grab me, I don't care if I pay fifty quid for it. I ain't gonna play it. I'm sorry, <laughs> I ain't gonna play it. If it doesn't grab me, I don't care, and that's the problem. And when it comes to animes nowadays, they have to be punchy. They have to be thick and fast. The first season of Attack on Titans, that was amazing. I mean, made us go and buy the game. Huh? It, it made us go and buy the game. But it, it's storytelling and it's pacing. It never had those huge kind of long extended drag moments. 
it was and obviously you remember like it is actually 24 episodes but they split it in two you know to make two seasons but the first 24 episodes was it was punchy it was good it always kept you in suspense you know having obviously I'm hoping people have watched this they have do you know what I mean like obviously when um, Edwin when he gets killed and you know he becomes the Titan for the first time and that's a shock to the system and then you realise that there's others that are human you didn't realise that you know yeah. you'd have thought Titans were Titans you exactly like, you did and not think that people yeah. like people were Titans exactly and it always kept you on your toes and especially the ending of the original Attack on Titans yeah obviously my favourite character comes from the ending which is Anna and I think how she was and what she becomes and how she deals with the other soldiers and the lieutenants and stuff it was amazing and I and that's what made me want to watch the next season and the season two wasn't too bad season two is it season two with the royal family yes with and Levi with, with uh, Levi they, so they've got the two different um, what are they called the suit what are they called the mobile mobile gear yeah with the the royal the royal the Royal Palace the Royal ones, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, the guys, the people that the scouts, yeah, and then you've got Levi Florent, and then Fortune, uh, for, was it Florentina yeah. name was yeah. or, or Fortuna, yeah, Le- um, Levi Ooh. versus them. Yeah. You realise why Levi was so good with the mobile gear, yeah, versus the guy with the Royal yeah. Guard gear because he was. I liked it because people they they understood um, Eren Yeager wasn't getting the response that he was. Yeah, he would have. People don't really like. It's something like people don't really like main characters anymore. They like the side characters now. Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's not that. It's because the main character has to follow a the, 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 a guideline. Yeah, and that's I've, I've said to you. I think I've said to you this before earlier in the day. Um, they have to follow a guideline. And the thing is, oh yeah, when I was talking about Naruto with you earlier, sorry. They the main character has to always be the center of attention, and it has a very tight structure because it's the thing that pulls people in as where the other characters have the opportunity outside of say the main character's you know agenda to you know express themselves to elaborate to you know extend on the stories that they have you know like Levi has that chance to explain who he was and where he came from and how he was before because as he's gone through, say, the first two seasons, you've always had that, oh, be careful of Levi because of this. and So that's always pulled you in to kind of find out more. And when you actually know that there is more, it pulls you in as where, you know, Eren, for example, you know, Eren is, is pretty straightforward. Uh, he just bit a track. No, sorry, sorry. No, this. Ah, I'll sort it out in a minute. Give me a second. Yeah, the maximum time for this is 60 minutes anyway, so... Okay. But yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? So they have the more time to elaborate on, you know, the actual characters that are outside it and they can build stories around them as where you can't steer too far off with the main character unless you've already had that built. Now, the thing is with Attack on Titans, it's a continuating series. So when they're making the manga, they're making the anime. So you can't have a kind of permanent structure of where Eren's going because the anime and the manga are still being developed. So you have to kind of 
balance it out. But then if you go too far when it comes to the anime, they don't want to Tokyo Ghoul it basically. You don't want to Tokyo. Yeah, exactly. I mean, even like Berserk, for example. Berserk is still going. It's been about what twenty odd years. Berserk is still going, but they can't have a concluding end to it because he's got to the point where he's still making it. So obviously the new series is of Berserk. That's another anime I do not recommend anyone watches. It is atrocious. If you want to watch an, a Berserk, you either watch the, the movies, the Golden Arc, or you watch the original 1990s. And you buy the original anime yeah. manga because I have seen people, when someone finds it, they yeah. buy it and they always post it. They're like, look yeah. what I found. Yeah. And it's got that black case yeah. with the Berserk written in red. Yeah. And people just like, I bought this for 40 quid. Brilliant. People just buy it for 40 quid. They yeah. do not care. Yeah. Israel Adesanya, he went into... Um, when he went, he went, he was fighting on Fight Island, I believe it was. Yeah. You know the um, New, the New Zealand guy from yeah, AAC? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He saw Berserk and he was like, what? Straight away he bought it. Even the girl from um, WWE, she went into a shop, into a shop where she was in, um, well, I can't remember where she was, and she did the same thing. She saw Berserk and she's like, I'm buying this. And I was like, is that, people love this anime. Yeah, Berserk. Berserk is, Berserk is a huge inspiration for a lot of things. I mean, the biggest example is Dark Souls. Dark Souls and Demon Souls and Bloodborne and that is just Berserk. If you watch Berserk or see Berserk, read Berserk, you will see such similarities when it comes to art direction, design, ideas, monsters. You know, it, it's so similar, it, it's uncanny and it's amazing how you know, it translates from that into Dark Souls. And it's one of the reasons why I love Dark Souls so much. Because of the fact that I love Berserk. I've played Dark Souls from beginning to end. I'm hoping to get it at PS5 at some point. I'm in no rush, people, so please, you know, don't worry. I will get one eventually. But, yeah, it, it's it's amazing. And that's an anime that I recommend to watch if you want to watch an anime that that shows violence in a way that is logical and understanding. And it's controlled. It's yeah. controlled it's, violence. It's dark and it's, it's, it's horrible and the kind of emotional end to the original series, it's, it, it really gets dark. You know what it is? You know, I know it's like, I, what, what do you always hear? When the bad guys when a bad guy's speech makes sense to you, yeah. you know it's a good anime. So yeah. when he goes to you, the reason why I'm doing this is yeah. because you poisoned the well yeah. and it killed all my village, so now I must kill you. You're like, oh, yeah, shit, I can understand yeah. that. Do you understand? It's, yeah. it's kind of that type of yeah. type of thing. So what animes do you recommend for people to watch before we wrap this up? Um, well, think of anything. Things. Think of anything, yeah. Anything. It mean, can be anything. To be honest, I, in my opinion, I would go way back. I mean, it's quite difficult for people nowadays. Um, if you want to go way back, I would recommend, like I said, especially, you know, you know, sci-fi and cyberpunk becoming more of a kind of a big thing. I, I, AD Police. It's a short three-part series. They're about 50 minutes long each. And it kind of represents that kind of grimy, futuristic kind of post-apocalyptic world that I definitely recommend. Um, obviously Berserk. Like I said to you before, um, one of the greats, obviously Ghost in the Shell, I think without a doubt. That's yeah, he's, he's, he's a ghost of the shell, uh, people. Without a doubt. It's, it's, it's just amazing how much influence Ghost in the Shell has had on films in general, and no one really knows about it. 
obviously Ghost in the Shell had his inspiration from, you know, like you said before, Blade Runner and other things like that, about humanity and robotics and cybernetics and stuff, but it's just amazing. And then um, more recent, I would say, is an anime called Claymore. I don't know if anyone knows about Claymore, but that's another one I would recommend. Um, obviously the Evangelion series. I mean, if you uh, want to go... Definitely to us next. Yeah, the Evangelion series is amazing. Even the newer ones, they have their moments. It is a bit hard to understand if you don't understand the bizarreness of Evangelion. But it's definitely one I would recommend. Um, Bayonetta, Blood Fate is a good film. That's one that I definitely recommend. Um, uh, there was another one, uh, what's it called? Uh, Megalobox. That's oh, another great, more modern um, really anime that you should watch. Uh, if you want to go back a bit more, Cowboy Bebop. I mean, obviously. I've tried, I've tried. Um, I, have, I honestly, I have tried. You know, it's, it's, it's quite difficult. Um, I'm trying to look on my shelf now and see if there's any other recommendations I could give. Um, it's Redline. Redline's Redline another good, good film. It's done by the people who've done like Cowboy Bebop and um, stuff like that. So that's another great one. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, my list can go on, but you don't have all night, so you know. Just... I, will, I will do mine quickly. I will do mine. Is it is it Haitanoshita? Was it mm. called the one with the with the guy who has the um, the powers? Remember we saw the um, the trailer for it. And we were like, what the fuck anime is that? And we yeah. were hunting for it. Is it Haitanoshita? I think so, yeah. But, yeah. but the, the first two seasons is done by a different producer. Remember, it was, and then the second one, yeah, yeah, it's done by somebody yeah, else. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. I know you so that one, I'll, I'll, for me, I'll recommend Gaivar to everybody. I oh, love Gaiva. that. The first, the first, the original series, the originals yes. Yes. with the, the original. boobies and everything. Not this, yes. not this PG not the one. one. Yeah, not no, this PG not one they've got now. Yeah. Um, AD, please, like you said. I, I, me personally, I would say Violet Jack and all stuff. If you want to see something raw, real, and yeah. something that goes on, Violet yeah. Jack, Shadow Ball, all these yeah. shadow skills. Ninja Scroll. Ninja yeah. Scroll. Oh, Ninja Scroll. Oh my yeah. gosh. Ninja Scroll. And just watch some people. Just watch anything you can as anime. You have Crunchyroll, you have Funimation, you yeah. have Netflix. But you will have to go a bit harder to yeah. find, yes. like I said, AD Police. Like, like, obviously, Teddy was saying, if you want to go for something really dark, and if you can stomach it, one of my favorites is Genocyber. If you can stomach Genocyber, you're a dog. Because I, I warn people now, the beginning of the second episode of Genocyber, or I, I can't remember if it's the first or the second, the third or the second, sorry. But the first bit of that, when I saw it as a kid, shocked my system. It really did. And it goes to show the different levels of what anime was then and what anime is now yeah. and like yeah. I said if you want to see something dark and I'm saying it in a way that I don't want people to be grossed out and I don't want people to think I'm some form of sicko but the genocide series was of that era of Robocop like I said before many times in this podcast Terminator so you have to understand that's the films that me and Teddy grew up with even at a young age so for us to see things like that it's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. So, I'd like to thank you. Yes. Thank as you, I, thank as you. I finish thank my last sip of my Jaeger and Monster. Yes, brother. I would like to, oh, thank you. So I'd like to say thank you to everybody that keeps listening. Um, 
I wish everybody a happy new year. Like I said to everybody, keep safe. Keep safe. Wear your masks. People, wear your masks. Don't cough into people's faces. It's it's disgusting. Um, People watch Crunchyroll and Funimation and um, Netflix to try to find some of the animes you watch. Or just go onto Amazon. And some of them are cheap. If you have the DVD versions, you can buy But me and Uncle, uh, Lucky Retro, we don't buy DVDs. Blu-ray, buy Blu-ray. baby. Blu-rays. So, people, Lucky Retro? Yeah. Say? Like I said, thanks for listening, everyone. And, you know, thanks, Teddy, for bringing me back on the podcast. It's been a very long time. Yeah. And yeah, yeah uh, I do really enjoy loving you know, these talks and everything like that. And, you know, we all kind of do steer off at the end, but I think that's what makes it more authentic. Exactly. Makes us real, exactly. You know? and that's what that's what I wanted. I wanted a normal, natural podcast yeah. where we can talk about something. Exactly, and you know, we talk about what we loved and you know how we feel of like nowadays. So you know, I would like to thank everyone once again for listening. Keep listening, spread it, get it out there for us. You know, like especially you know Teddy, he works hard at what he does, and you know, just having this hour to have a chat is just lovely and it's nice. So go search for them, anyways. If anyone else wants to know any more about any other ones that they've seen, or just heard, a comment, just send a just comment. comment. Just let us know. You Apple, Apple Podcasts, is, you can comment. We know. You'll be surprised how much we know when it comes. And to if I don't know, I'll ask him. Hundred percent. I pretty much grew up on it. That was all I watched. So if you need to know of anything, pretty much hook me up. Unless it's that kind of silly, as I call it, cookies and milk stuff. I'm no, like, we don't watch that. Okay. I, yeah. Okay, people. So like, subscribe and all the other jazz. Peace. Peace, 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 peace.